Man, I missed big noon football. For this, if you are just a baseball fan right now, you must be really happy or really confused or just like me, a Reds fan, and understand and trying to understand what the heck is going on. Welcome to 52 Weeks of MLB Baseball, the podcast show that covers all 52 weeks of the MLB year, starting from number one to number 52. I am your host, Ian Young. Wow. Big news in baseball. A lot of things have happened this past week. Just a bunch of craziness has been going on since we're coming down to the end of the season. Let's get into it. Big shout out to my good friend Anderson Davis for the amazing intro. And a big shout out to his good friend Josh Pearson for the amazing logo. Thank you both. Now let's get into the episode, starting off with the San Francisco Giants are the first to 100 wins. I mean, I've, come on, really? The Giants were so bad in like 2018 and 2019 and then 2020, they got Mike Yastrzemski and then everything went good. Like, why can't we, why can't the Reds get someone like Mike Yastrzemski and like everything goes good for us? No, because we're Cincinnati. A, the Bengals blow it, drafting Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell. I'm still mad about that. And B, the Reds are the Reds, and they re-signed David Bell to a two-year contract, even though he's not going to get us to the playoffs, which he did last year. A lot of things happen. I'm very in- mad, but starting off with the Giants are the first to the 100-win mark. Chicago, the White Sox clinched the AL Central Division for the first time since 2008. The Rays... The Rays clinch a playoff spot. The White Sox clinch a playoff spot. Astros not there yet. The Braves not there yet. The Brewers clinch a playoff spot. And then the Giants and the Dodgers, of course, already clinched their playoff spots. And so that means either the Dodgers are going to be the wild card team or the Giants are going to be the wild card team. Anyway, that's my complaint of the beginning of the episode. Now let's get into the standings updates for this episode. Starting off the AL East at number one, the Tampa Bay Rays at 95 wins and 59 losses. The Rays playing good baseball, looking to clinch the AL East for the second time in a row, um, second season in a row. And they got some competition. The, the Red Sox are actually seven games behind. They're trying to catch up to the Rays. Nothing big, though. The Rays are not doing too bad, and I do think they'll win the AL East when it comes down to it. Moving on to the rest of the division, number two, the Boston Red Sox, 88 wins, 66 losses. Number three, the New York Yankees, 87 wins, 67 losses. Number four, the Toronto Blue Jays, 85 wins, 69 losses. Number five, the tied new New York Jets of the league, the Baltimore Orioles at 49 wins and 105 losses. I'm sorry, Orioles fans. I mean, I know I haven't been there. The Reds have never lost... I haven't lost 100 games when I've been around, but man, 105 losses and you're tied for the worst team in the league. That's just pretty bad right now. Not the, what's interesting is that 
the playoffs, the playoff race is interesting. But what's more interesting is who's going to clinch the number one overall pick? Will it be the Orioles or will it be the Diamondbacks? Because they've had the same record as each other for the past five weeks. So who's going to clinch number one, the number one draft pick? I mean, honestly, like that's just it's, it's crazy. Uh, my picks to win the division: New York Yankees fighting for that wild card spot. Um, I hope they don't get it because I do want the Mariners or the Blue Jays in the playoffs. I don't want the Yankees in there because it's the Yankees. The Yankees, it's just getting old. The Red Sox though are probably going to be most likely going to be in the playoffs. They have the wild card spot number one. So keep an eye out for that. Moving on to AL Central number one, my pick. The Chicago White Sox, 87 wins and 67 losses. And I have my first pick claimed. I said my pick to win the division, the Chicago White Sox. My first pick claimed. My first ever prediction is right. The Chicago White Sox have won the AL Central Division. So I told you. I told you. And I guess, I mean, everybody else probably told you as well because, you know, at the beginning of the season, I mean, and all that stuff. Everybody thought twins. I mean, like, honestly, everybody thought, you know, the Minnesota twins, they're bringing, they're going to be pretty good at they're in last place right now. And so the white Sox clinched the division. I get a point on that board. That brings me up to one point total uh, out of, uh, I don't know. I got to count again. Moving on to the rest of the division. And number two, the Cleveland Indians, 75 wins and 78 losses. Number three, the Detroit Tigers at 74 wins and 79 losses. Number four, the Kansas City Royals, 78 wins and 83 losses. And number five, the Minnesota Twins, at 69 wins and 85 losses. My picks, winning division, of course, the White Sox. Already told about that. AL Central, the White Sox are the only winning team in that in that division. Hopefully, they get to the World Series and, you know, fulfill another prophecy of mine. Not really prophecy, it's just prediction, so. Moving on to the AOS, the number one, my pick to win the division, the Houston Astros at 91 wins and 63 losses. Framber Valdez will be going up today for the Astros. Astros pitching has been amazing. They've been doing really well. Their front three in the starting rotation is really awesome, even without Justin Verlander. And, you know, the, the offense is just doing good as well. The Astros are showing why they, that they can't, that even if they don't cheat, they are a good offense. They are a good team. And they are showing it right there. And you know what? Astros might pull away the AOS. And I'd be super happy because it gives me another point. Moving on to the rest of the division. Number two, the Seattle Mariners, 85 wins, 69 losses. Number three, the Oakland Athletics, 83 wins, 71 losses. Number four, the Los Angeles Angels, 73 wins, 81 losses. Number five, the Texas Rangers, 56 wins and 98 losses. Um, AOS, I, it's surprising here is that the Seattle Mariners are now in second place. They were in third place. The Oakland Athletics, after a very hot streak to begin the season, have now fallen to third place. The Mariners looking to claim that second wild card spot. They're two games behind the New York Yankees. So hopefully they can pull ahead and we can actually see Seattle in the playoffs for the first time in like forever. Moving on to the, so now let's move on to the, National League standings update. Starting off with the NL East at number one, my pick, the Atlanta Braves at 81 wins and 72 losses. Got some competition with the um, Philadelphia Phillies. They're one and a half, one and a half games uh, behind the Braves. 
The Braves, though, are doing really good. Offense is hitting. Max Freed dominant against the Padres. Hey, hey, Greg Maddox right there. I mean, 98 pitches in the shutout. I mean, you don't see that in baseball anymore. Get Max Freed back, who's been awesome for them. I was high about this guy last year, and now I am also about this year. If he can stay healthy, he is a Cy Young candidate for sure. And the Braves just playing good baseball, just playing flat good baseball. They're doing well. So hopefully they can pull out with that division win, but still you got the Philadelphia Phillies on their tails. Moving on to the rest of the division, number two, the Philadelphia Phillies at 80 wins, 74 losses. Number three, the New York Mets at 73 wins, 80 losses. Number four, the Miami Marlins at 64 wins, 89 losses. Number five, the Washington Nationals at 64 wins and 90 losses. That's all for the NL East. Let's move on to the NL West. Oh, wait, hang on. I skipped the division I do not want to talk about. I do not want to talk about. And number one is still my pick. The Milwaukee Brewers who have clinched their playoff spot, not the division spot, but my picks win the division. The Brewers at number one, 19 wins, 62 losses, and they have just play good. Pitching is good. They got top three pitchers in there for the Cy Young, Woodruff, Peralta, and uh, forget the last – yeah, I hate her, hate her. No, hater's the bullpen guy. But anyway, the Brewers doing really good. Hitting is really good. Let's move on to the NL West because I don't want to talk about the NL Central. You know why I don't want to talk about the NL Central? Because the freaking St. Louis Cardinals are on a 14-game winning streak. Are in second place. And what did the Reds do? What did the Reds do? Oh, no, no. We lose two out of three against the Pirates. The Pirates. Please. The Pirates are one of the worst teams in the league. How do we lose two out of three? And I also mentioned, too, we lose a one-run game to the Washington Nationals. And then we win the next day in extra innings. Are you kidding me? What is going on, Cincinnati? Come on. You you can't. If you want to make the playoffs, don't re-sign David Bell, A. And B, do not. Just don't. Just play. Don't give it up. Play. Play baseball. It's, jeez. You are professionals. We pay you to win, and you're losing. And we paid David Bell even more to win, and he's losing. So what the heck is going on? Because at number two, the St. Louis Cardinals at 85 wins and 69 losses. At three, the Cincinnati Reds at 79 wins, 75 losses. At number four, the Chicago Cubs at 67 wins, 87 losses. Number five, the Pittsburgh Pirates at 57 wins and 96 losses. I guess that's like, I guess it's like, you know, slap in the face to me. Because I said the Pirates sucked, and then they beat two out of three games against us. But seriously, send the Reds some help. Gosh, please. Moving on to the NOS at number one, the San Francisco Giants, the first to 100 wins this season, and their record stands at 100 wins and 54 losses. And, you know, Giants are just doing good. They're playing well. And, um, I mean, yeah, that just it's, it's crazy in the NOS. For the rest of the division, number two, the Los Angeles Dodgers, 99 wins, 55 losses. Number three, the San Diego Padres, 78 wins, 76 losses. Number four, the Colorado Rockies, 71 wins and 82 losses. Number five, the tied New York Jets of the league, the Arizona Diamondbacks at 49 wins and 105 losses, tied with the Baltimore Orioles. My pick to win the division, the St. The Saint Louis, oh my gosh, St. Louis Padres. San Diego Padres are 78 wins, 76 losses, fighting for that wild card spot. But man, why do the Cardinals have to show up now? I mean, honestly, please. 
Best team in the league, of course, is the 101 Giants, who are now at a .649 winning percentage. Doing real well. Going to be probably the number one seed if they can beat out the Dodgers in the playoffs. Now, let's move on to the statistical leaders for this past week. As always, we start off with the batting. As, in, as we start off with the batting, we start off with a batting average. And with a .324, <laughs> Juan Soto from the Washington Nationals. Soto has come up big. He's now leading the major leagues in batting average, which is good because, hey, I who picked him for you know the NL batting champ? This guy, except you can't see me pointing at myself, but, you know, it's me. I picked him for the NL batting champ and here he is with a point three two four beating out everybody starling Marte included and Soto I, I if he keeps it up NL batting champ another point for me so Soto's doing real well don't think he'll make MVP though but again he's doing his best as he can good job Juan moving on to home runs both two men tied for this Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Salvador Perez both with 46 and yes Salvador Perez broke the catcher's mark for all for season home runs. Perez hit number 46 a couple days ago. He broke Johnny Bench's record of 45. Congratulations to him because Salvador Perez is an actual guy that I like that's in the league. He hits well. He's I mean he's not a show off all the time and he just he's he's a fun guy to watch. He's a very professional athlete. Kind of reminds me of a David Wright almost. Moving on to RBIs, and it's also Salvador Perez with 115, just leading the league. And actually, also about Salvador Perez, hopefully he can make MVP this season. Keep an eye out for that one. Moving on to stolen bases, Starling Marte still leads with 45, like he had 45 last week. And that's about it. He had 45 stolen bases. Last week has 45. Now, please get to 50 because we need a 50 stolen base person. Like, we haven't had one in a while. I think Billy Hamilton might have been the last one or something like that. But Starling Marte at 45 stolen bases. Again, he's also a, a guy who's out there who's having a really good season and just trying to keep it up. Moving on to the pitching statistical leaders from the past week. As always, we start off with wins, and it's still Julio Urias, Urias, Julio Urias. That's how you pronounce it. Julio Urias, Urias, yes. Julio Urias, that's how you pronounce it with 18 wins. And see, I'm even confused myself, but I know how to pronounce it. Julio Urias with 18 wins. He is still leading the league in wins, possibly could get 20 by the end of the year he's got a couple of starts left but i don't see that for happening because it's just pitching you don't see a lot of 20 win people anymore and it's just kind of going back and forth here and urius is now leading still leading with 18 wins don't know what happened to kyle Hendricks. he just went you know bye bye era how come this max scherzer in his age 37 season pitch like he's 20 years old he's got a 2.28 era the dude is 37 years old and he's leading the major leagues in era like where's walker Bueller? i mean come on man he's 
now they're going to overhype Max Scherzer and, you know, Max Scherzer. I mean, and Max Scherzer that, and he's going to win the Cy Young again. I mean, like, come on, guys. There's Walker Bueller, who hasn't, who's a young talent. I mean, jeez, Max, just, it's like Tom Brady. Honestly, like Tom, it, I mean, I used to like Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer was a really good pitcher. I still do like him, but when he, I mean, it, he's on the Dodgers, so I, I have to not like him, honestly. But he has, he leads the MLB with a 2.28 ERA. Moving on to strikeouts, Zach Wheeler with a, with 240 strikeouts. He is actually now leading. Previously, it was Robbie Ray with 233. Zach Wheeler turned that around. He now leads with 240. He's also a front runner for that Cy Young pick. And, I mean, and Zach Wheeler, I mean, he's just pitching well and pitching well for a good team in Philadelphia. And then walks, hits, brains, pitchers, I like to call it whip. Still Max Scherzer with an 0.83 last week. He had an 0.82, so he's going up just a little bit. But Max Scherzer, though, again, 37 years old, and he's pitching like he's 20. Like, do these guys ever know? Do these guys, like, ever know what age means? Like, you're getting old, like Tom Brady, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. Do these guys ever know what, like, you know, age means i mean honestly and last but not least saves mark melanson who's definitely going to win the annual reliever of the year with 38 last week he had 37 he's climbing up he's got one more please get to 40 saves i would love to see that we need a 40 save you know relief pitcher here he's doing real well 38 saves good job mark melanson he's going to be the nl reliever of the year this year and moving on to games to watch for today If you haven't tuned into it yet, number one games to watch would be Wisconsin at Notre Dame at Soldier Field. Hang on. No, I'm sorry. That's big noon Saturday. Where That's football. That's college football. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong different thing. We're going to do games to watch for the MLB. But do please tune into the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game. That's Actually, I uh, tuned into that until I went here, and that was a pretty good game. And last time I saw Notre Dame was up 10-3. Tune into that tune into that game. It was a good game, but we're going to focus on games to watch for today for the MLB, the Major League Baseball. And number one, it will be the Houston Astros at the Oakland Athletics at 4.07 p.m. For the Astros, it will be Framber Valdez, who is 11-5 who with a 3.07 ERA and 115 Ks. He'll be going up against Oakland's Sean Mania, who is 10-10 with a 4.05 ERA and 108 Ks. I'm saying this for the Astros and the A's because it is a division rival kind of thing. They're doing Both of them are doing real well. The A's still fighting for that number two spot in the division. And it should be a really good pitching duel, I think. Both left-handed pitchers. I, I really think, though, that Fran Valdez, if I had to pick, is going to pull out in this one. He's probably going to pitch about seven innings for the Astros, maybe strike out like ten guys, and the Astros are going to pull away with this win with their good offense. Moving on to games to watch number two, the New York Yankees at the Boston Red Sox at 4.10 p.m. For the Yankees, it will be Nestor Cortez, who is 2-2 two two with 2.79 ERA and 94 Ks. He'll go up against Boston's Nick Pavetta, who is a – Dark horse Cy Young pick if you're if you're you know giving me an option on that who is nine and seven with a four point six three ERA and a in one hundred fifty nine Ks 
Yeah, I mean, Yankees and Red Sox, it's a big rival and a big rivalry, and it's even bigger since the Yankees are trying to get the number one wildcard spot. They're one game behind of the Boston Red Sox, and they just go up against, you know, Boston in Boston, a big rivalry that you're going to have to watch because it's going to be a lot of, you know, interesting play that's going to be happening between these two teams. And last but not least, at number three, the Atlanta Braves at the San Diego Padres at 7.15 p.m. For Atlanta, will be who Oscar Yanoa, who is 4-5 with a 3.43 ERA and 88 Ks. It will run up against San Diego's Vince Velasquez, who was in games to watch last week as a Padre as well. Anyway, Vince Velasquez, who is 3-8 with a 6.23 ERA and 91 Ks. So that should be a good game to watch. I mean, the Braves the Braves and Padres close in records, and it's just going to be a slugfest because the Braves trying to win the division and then the Padres trying to get a wild card spot. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Please send the Reds some help. Like, like can we just fire David Bell and, like, hire, hire, like, Barry Larkin or something? Because I'm serious. Just send the Reds some help. We need help out here in Cincinnati, like, in, like in general – or just general Ohio, unless your name is Ohio. Even Ohio State, like football. Like, send help to Ohio. Anyway, thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Emily Baseball. My name is Ian Young. Let's continue this podcast, and let's see what happens in week 39. We're close to week 40. Thank you all for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that for your weekly updates on MLB Baseball. Thank you.